splitting hairs. The Hairdressers Podcast starts now, featuring Matt Beck, Christina Cavalcanti, Drea Boland, Thaddeus Boland, and Brian Hare. Hey guys, welcome to Splitting Hairs episode something. I actually have no idea. I think it's 112. Um, this is the Hairdressers Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have Brian Hare with me. Yeah, you do. Drea Boland. Hey, hey. Christina Cavalcanti. Thad's taking the day off. Brian got a Jeep so he could replace Thad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, but I'm just Brian. go past that. Brian did get a new car, though. So, how does it feel? I mean, I did now, get a Jeep. So, just recently, Brian moved 40 minutes away from here. I did. Instead of living in town. So, now you so have a the commute. the smartest thing to do is to buy the worst gas guzzler on the market. Yes. I literally get half the gas mileage now, but it's more than worth it. Yeah. But how powerful do you feel being sitting up so high and taking on the high? Right. Now? I mean, I, I, I had my little toy car Scion for years and it was fine, but it's fine when the weather is perfect outside. And right. I was like already getting anxiety attacks about how I was going to get to work all winter. <laughs> As you were. Yeah, I don't think you have an excuse now. That's a pretty, no, pretty big truck that you bought. Yeah, I've wanted a Jeep ever since I was, well, my entire adult life. You know what it reminds me of? Matt, you might, Christina, you might remember this a little bit. When we were little, there was a, um, like a an remote-controlled truck for sale that I wanted mm. so bad. And it had, like, these big, huge tires. And when you needed to go over crazy terrain, these, like, lion paws came out of the tires to crawl over I the rocks. That truck. That's yeah. what I feel like I'm driving. Okay. <laughs> like I'm, that. <laughs> I'm waiting for the lion paws to come out of the tire. Like there's a button somewhere you in this vehicle for me to be able to do that. That's cool. So, so what? Oh, I was going to say, I had um, come up on memories the other day. The second podcast that we did yeah where where everyone was sitting at the table at like the table and with one microphone with one microphone oh. and Thad had the sound effect oh my god thing. oh god yeah that was between Thad sound effects and that super sensitive microphone that if you like tap the table it was like thunder <laughs> on the microphone yeah bring the sound effects back oh, oh there it goes again all right do you want me to go get it again gotta get a new gopro i guess um a new sd card. that's clearly what that means <laughs> All right, so follow us on fsesocial.com, also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to us right here on YouTube. Um, thank you to Mizutani, MinervaBeauty.com for hooking us up with the cool stations and the chairs to sit in during the show. And also, I have a review coming up of the new Sam Via cutting stool, which is really awesome. Christina's sitting in a version of it, but there's another version, um, and it's super comfortable. One of my favorite cutting chairs. So check that out on MinervaBeauty.com and be ready for the review coming up. I'm also flying out to Minerva um, to hang out with those guys next month in a, in a couple weeks um, to shoot some videos with some of their furniture and, and have some fun. So it's going to be uh, that'll be coming up as well. Is Minerva um, like a small country somewhere? Minerva is in Atlanta. Oh, okay. So you're flying to Atlanta. I'm flying to Atlanta. <laughs> but Minerva is the only thing I care about. Um, Xenogen... Also, thank you to those guys for growing our hair back, growing Thad's hair back, and uh, doing some cool contests and giveaways, and also sponsoring the classes that we've had, uh, Super Silk and Vibrastrate as well. Um, this show is not possible without those guys. So, um, featured tool of the week. I have a big new or a big uh, thing to show. Ah. <sighs> What? Well, that's not dramatic. Turn it around. 
of course it was the wrong side. The Dyson blow dryer, I actually got this. So Dyson was supposed to send it to me um, and they, they might still be sending it, I'm not sure. There's two different versions of this dryer. There's a professional version right. and then there's this version. I wanted to do a review of it. I also wanted to get it for Christina. So she, we're gonna try it out, review it, um, and then if we like it, obviously I'm gonna keep it. Um, Can you guys shoot the review? Of Christina using it like in your bathroom. Yes. No. Like with a robe on, and she's like, oh, <laughs> "All right, I like it." <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> so, uh, so we definitely have this review coming up. I'm really excited about it. I was gonna unbox it on the podcast, but we're gonna save that for a video because um, it's pretty tightly boxed right now. Um, but really exciting stuff. I know you guys are excited to see it. And um, I'm excited to try it out. Are so, you sure you don't want me to unbox it for you while I know, you're right? talking? I mean, we could, if you want to carefully start taking it out, but I'm going to move oh. on to um, the next stuff. So why I'll don't we get into it. the Q&A portion of the show? Here we go. Oh, hair like a boss. Oh. He has a question. Uh, what are some investments stylists make to grow their revenue as far as exposure, gaining clients, and getting more traffic? So what would you, you, you want to start, Ryan? Um, I feel like that might be more of a you start. Yeah. Because well, I like haven't. What investments I, do you well, think? I, the way that he's wording that, I'm thinking... Like, do you pay for the Facebook ads and stuff like that, which I haven't done. Right, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, if you don't follow him, go follow him, too, because he has some really great, um, on Instagram anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hair like a boss. Does. We'll post his... uh, Hair and, like, funny quotes and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting character. So, I I think investing... I think... (laughs) Dre, I got very excited. All right, so... Um, to answer the question, then we'll talk about the Dyson blow dryer once we see it. But um, to answer your question, investing in your career, I think I think a lot of hairdressers underestimate the power of paying $5 on Facebook if you're not busy. So I, I don't think you should leave it to your owner. I think your owner should be doing it as well. Um, but I think it's something that hairstylists for 5 bucks can post their work and get it out there in front of people in their town. So the great thing about Facebook and what we've talked about is even though Facebook's not the coolest platform, it's still the platform that everybody is on and watching. Right. So it's very easy to target women ages, you know, 20 to 45 or 55 or whatever demographic you're looking for and that type of hair, you can target them with your work. And if they like it, then they're going to come to the salon. My thing has always been don't post um, like a coupon or something like that on Facebook. Just make sure that you post um, your work and then have people get interested in it. Everybody that Christina shows me or anybody else, it's always because they like the work of the person, not because they posted a coupon on Facebook. So it's $5. You can reach thousands of people right in your area and target them that way. And I just want to say on this subject one thing, because we get questions like that a lot, and I think... One thing that's important to understand is that there's not just one thing to do to make everything better. I'm not the best at social media promotion, but when I do get that wild hair at my ass and I do decide to get into it, it really, it's such a wide net that you can cast, but it's a lot of staying on top of it and it's a lot of work. It's being consistent with it and it's not just doing Facebook or just putting up a picture on Instagram. It's really going that extra mile to make sure 
that you are putting hashtags that will help you. Like as, as fun and stupid as hashtags can be, they do also serve a purpose. You know, if you look up certain ones that are appropriate to the picture or that are things that people might be looking up when they're looking for a style or a stylist or a salon or an area, you know, geotagging so that people are able to find your photos in that area. It's, it's something that really you shouldn't just do. That's what my biggest problem is. I rush through it and I'll just like post something up and it's just such a wasted opportunity. You have to actually put the time in to make it something effective. I think geotagging is a good point. I mean, that's something that I don't think a lot of people think about, but you can literally post that you've done hair in this area and people will find it that way as well. Right. So that's a good one. Um, and was there another part to that question? I feel like there there was the investing part and uh, it was just some investment stylists make to grow their revenue as far as exposure, gaining clients and getting more traffic. Okay. All right, maybe it was another question I thought of, but All right, cool. So I mean, wh- what do we think? I think this packaging looks very similar to like <laughs> an Apple product mm-hmm. or something. I so love when you open it, everything's just neatly laid out for you. Yeah. And so I love that it comes rolls. with a diffuser. It comes with uh, multiple attachments. One's for smoothing and one's just a concentrator. That okay. one you have in your hand is for smoothing. Yeah. I see that. It's tighter. Yeah. And then there's a wider one for... Just concentration. Nice. All right, but cool. But feel nice. I mean, we're not going to know until... It's really light, though. It's super light. Wow. Yeah. I'm into it into it so uh definitely a review coming up on that soon can we get those Um, hanging from the ceiling yeah right we'll see see if they do that i mean you would think it would be easier since it's already well actually no it wouldn't be because they don't hang them from the handle they hang them from the top um all right so that's featured tool okay let's do another q a question um this kind of might be along the same lines but Jay Scoot what's your best tip for getting your work seen on social media yeah. I think yeah. that was the question I was I was thinking about so I think we did answer that because I think the hashtagging part is a big one also tagging like if you look at um, James Jamesy mm-hmm. right he um, he's constantly tagging us there's a lot of pe- different people that are tagging us in pictures but they're also tagging everybody you got to tag some of the, the major companies like American Salon modern salon and if they like your stuff they'll share it i know that that's been a lot a big part of the growth of um the free salon education instagram because i started posting videos constantly and i got a lot more i think video on instagram is definitely growing people faster because they're looking to post that more but also um companies are looking for video because all these different companies like American Salon, you'll notice if you look on their website, it's 80% video now. It's not so much uh, blogging and all of that stuff. They have that in there, but it's a lot of video content. All of these companies want video content, um, and but they don't have the money. Like, they're either not putting the money into producing it themselves. They're looking for other people to do it for them. So, um, you know, that's a big way to grow yourself uh, on Instagram. To get noticed locally, I think that just has to do with you know, just tagging the right things, tagging your local businesses, maybe, um, and and kind of working it that way, I guess. I'm with you. Another question? Yeah. Heck All yeah. Right. My fate. Going gray gracefully when you're 40 plus tips to support your clients as they grow out or don't. I love this question. I love this one, too, because I just had a, to deal with this situation last week. You go first. Oh, I was going to say, I, I actually have... Um, couple guests of mine who have 
decided that they don't want the high maintenance of color anymore. Okay. Um, the one woman literally said to me, she goes, I'm a grandmother. I think it's acceptable for me to have gray hair at this point. And she's like, not only my grandmother, but my ch- grandchildren are older. <laughs> right. So um, I go through a, different, a couple different options with them. My recommendation is usually going with a balayage root uh, path with taking whatever root color I was doing on them and balayaging the root out. That way they can gradually see how much gray they have and they can make that decision as to how much of a contrast they want to have. I also gradually then take them lighter and lighter because if you have somebody with super dark hair trying to transition that gray, it's just going to be too harsh no matter how soft of a balayage you do. Yeah. And they have to understand that they're at some point going to have to get a really short haircut. Yeah. Which is what happened to me last week. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, Wait, uh, who's that? one of my guests, um, Robin. Robin was, was, uh, she, she's been coming in forever and we slowly, she's got really curly hair, slowly started growing out her hair. She wants to go gray. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not really about forcing somebody to not, if they want that, then that's what we're going to go with. But, um, so she was growing it out. It got down to about her ears. So she had that line. We were feathering color in, but it just wasn't, she's got pretty dark gray hair. Um, so she just said the other day, she's like, just cut it off. So we cut it off. And you did. It went real short. Um, I think it was this long on I top. I didn't hear the consultation, but I was working in the next chair. I was like, oh, yeah, that's big change. happening. Yeah. So it was fun. And now she's got, you know, all gray hair and she's grown out. She's going to see what she thinks. The great thing about it is if she doesn't like it, we can always change it. So Well, and I had my one guest, Brian Hughes, got to see her on Sunday morning. Who She's not completely committed to not having color in her hair, but she has now upgraded into balayage services instead of that single process oh yeah because she likes having dimension in her hair and she likes the fact that we can throw in her old root color or we this last time we did uh blonde highlights just to brighten everything up and nice i just having fun with it like i just tell them they're not allowed to because they look old i don't care how old (laughs) they are they'll look 10 years older there's nothing wrong with that either it definitely works i think if they're definitely if i were to lose that those are the ways that i would go yeah um, all right, cool. So let's do one more question. Okay. Make it a good one. Mrs. Davis, opening a new salon, what would be your top interview questions? What skills would you have a potential stylist demonstrate on a model upon, upon hiring? So when we hired you guys, you guys interviewed the same day. Yes. We did. You had you filled out that paper, right? Wasn't yes. there like a paper with questions? Yeah, you had to fill out a question. You had where you filled out this little quiz. And that's how you submitted into, into the interview process. Okay, yeah, that's what we did. It's been so long since we've hired someone. I gotta have to remember how we do it. But um, yeah, we did an online form, right? Yep. You fill out the online form. It was just fun questions. You know, you can't like ask math problems. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. solve this. Some IQ history. Test. So, um, do you like tacos and yeah. margaritas? Yeah. Are you willing to go to karaoke on a Monday? Like, do you prefer salt on your margaritas or sugar? <laughs> that was a big one. I remember. Yeah. How do you feel if you get caught in the rain? <laughs> Are you really going to order a frozen oh, drink? That might have been one of those questions actually. But so they're just fun questions. And then, um, and then you get to see somebody's personality. I think one thing you can't teach people is personality. So you can always teach people to do a haircut or a color. Um, or a style, but you can't teach people you can try. to be good with people. 
<laughs> right. Uh, so, you were just talking about James. He's watching us right now and says hi. Hello, James. Aww. Um, thank you for tagging us all the time. I think it, the questions would be geared more towards what their work ethic is. Yeah. And maybe their past, um, any past classes that they've, like how, mu how much of investment they've put already into their career. Those are important to get to know about somebody. Yeah, we've talked about the people that we want to hire coming up. and There has to be passion behind yeah. it or it's so too hard to keep people. When you have to... Yeah, I think the personality part is good too because you need to figure out if this is going to add to or subtract from the environment. Yeah. Like especially here because it's, you know, we're a smaller salon. You get a bad seat in there and it just messes everything up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Matt, you would know. I mean, I don't cut hair, but the model doing like a mannequin or something like that, that can come later. Yeah, because you can always see that. Yeah, later. I, I worked a place yeah. that was always like yeah. the third interview was you had to provide a model and come in. And as far as what you want them to do, unless what, what you would like them you to do a, is yeah, your you need a hair cutter. You need that coming yeah, in. Exactly. Then obviously that yeah. would be right. one of those requirements right. you want to see. I mean, I kind of see the model I've seen. Also, you can figure out what it is you want to focus their education on as well. And how yeah. much education you are going to have to invest in the beginning or yeah. whatnot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess, like, for me, like, we teach, we treat this as, like, a high school sports team instead of, like, a professional sports team. So, like, we're, we want to <laughs> guide you through it, what? right? <laughs> no, like, we want to take you from not knowing anything and guide you through it and teach you over a few-year period as opposed to somebody that's looking for somebody that's just really good right now. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So I think that... Um, if you're look, if you if you're not great at education, you need somebody great like Christina was saying. Then try to find that person. Maybe have them do a model for you. For here, where we want to guide people through and help them out, and just make sure that the personality is right to fit the team. We left out with how great they are. We're always looking for the future, not for the right now, right? So we want we want people that are going to grow with for us. Mr. Right. <laughs> Mr. Right now. Um, oh, that's what he said. All right, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. So I'm going to be at Idealog on Friday, which is already passed when this video comes out. Idealog We're is speaking to the past. Um, uh, this really cool event. It's sold out, so you can't really get tickets to it now, but it's just this unbelievable event with all of these So we're going to tell you about something that you couldn't go to yeah, because it's in the past. No, because I'm going to do a recap. And even if it wasn't, you couldn't go to it because it's sold out. Wait, when are you going? <laughs> Friday. Oh, the New York thing. Yeah. I'm speaking at it. So, um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Can't go. So uh, I'm going to be there. There's going to be a lot of different people there. The whole point of this is I'm going to do a recap of that, um, that show, um, I on the next seeing episode. That. You guys yeah. got a pretty sick panel. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. So, um, the also Redkin has come out with a pH bonder called declassified. Um, it's a new bond protecting service specifically designed for hairdressers. Uh, with input of long-term partnerships, hairdressers L'Oreal's research and innovation department used its 100 years of scientific expertise. This just this stuff blows my mind because it's like years of now everyone has hundreds off. of years of expertise to make Olaplex, and and I I'm totally for it. I'm sure it's a great product. All these products that are coming out are probably great, if if not the same uh, quality as Olaplex. I don't know. But it's just hilarious. But can we call a spade a spade? The, the sales <laughs> pitch that people go through 
to say that they came up with this. It's just funny. But okay, so during the service, it helps protect bonds um, and fibers, keeping them strong within. After the service, helps restore hair fiber and smooths hair uh, cuticle for improved strength. And then at home, there's a maintaining uh, your natural pH at home. So recommended for once a week use. Uh, it's Sweet. Olaplex. So um, also another cool thing in the news, Loxa. Um, oh, so Loxa is doing a, a hundred thousand dollar to six different stylists uh, giveaway. Hundred thousand dollars. So, but wait. So this is what you have to do. And are we allowed to share? So here's the thing. Loxa this time, obviously, Loxa took a leap and and got a lot of negative, even from us. Uh, <laughs> in in a long time ago podcast, but um, it wasn't negative. We just didn't like we weren't into it. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get it. We didn't we didn't understand it. So we shared our opinions based on the lack of education given to us. The, the challenge is it's such a low. Um, I get that you don't have to hold inventory, but it's a low commission from for stylists. So for a stylist to put out an effort for you to not even have to ship the product to the stylist for you to it's it's cutting out that whole thing. I think the percentage should be in the twenty to twenty five percent range. Not, I think it's like, What's it was like at? 10 to 15. What's yours at? Here. 20. Well, then I agree. We should move <laughs> to like 25%. Yeah, but I didn't, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I didn't have to, I wouldn't have to have it on my shelves. I wouldn't have had to pre-purchase it. I'm doing all the work for you. All you're doing is handing it to your guest. All right now. Right? There's not, I don't know that I would go that far. Well, okay. I wouldn't go that far either because <laughs> not everybody is very good at handing it to their guest. But to somebody, you made it available for me to educate <laughs> and create yes. an addiction. Yes. But, and that's the thing. I get, I get where you're coming from. I get where the sore spot happened there because you are good. You are better at selling retail than most people, right? Yeah, but that I goes, mean, that's like such, that's just a black and white of how that works. Because if there weren't other incentives that we didn't offer, I could see that. But I think like, I think the different things that we do throughout, like with the salon, it's like we, we would have to pick and choose. Okay, are we just going to give this commission and then you know what, we'll cut out maybe the budget for meetings or maybe the, the, the weekly $30 everyone wins every week or yeah. the, you know, like well, I think that's like how that all kind of ends up being as a business, you have to make those decisions of and to be what percentage honest, to sell a retail product. You talk about it throughout the service, but it really, it's not taking any longer for you to do. It's, it's what your right. job is. Right. So it's not like a 50% commission. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. It's a, it's so are a there like salons that just do this then? Like, are there salons that just have locks yes. and don't have products in? So that's what I'm saying. Like, so some small salons, like, I don't know if, if it would be a better percentage. When we first opened the salon, we couldn't afford to buy retail products to put over there. I mean, we had some, but we weren't able to, like, yeah, we were, keep it replenished. You think we're kind of right. out sometimes now? We're, we were out. Like, right. we only had one of, like, every product. Everybody tell everyone this is your <laughs> yeah. favorite shampoo because it's like, all we got. And then you have salons that are like, well, you need to teach people <laughs> to like what you have. Well, mm. if you have things like Loxa or companies that are coming up now that are actually giving a decent percentage for product sales and you don't have to carry the product mm. and it ships directly mm -hmm. to the customer's house, 
Well, you have to think of how... It's a a cool concept. How many studios and booth rentals now that are out? Like, that's the thing. Like, that's taken by storm. Like, it's huge. It's just the way it's... Like, if you could sit someone down in your chair with a catalog... It's moving in that direction for... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you just handed them an iPad? Well, that's the whole point. And they sit it, like... Right. Yeah. So that's why I've been talking with all these companies. I'm like, if I could hand my guest an iPad... They order the products that we just used on them, and it's at their house like Amazon Prime in a day or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the future of the business, but no one's figured out the shipping. The problem is Amazon's great because they have distribution everywhere, yeah. and all these companies now are looking to Amazon. So Amazon's mm-hmm. becoming not so much, oh, we're Amazon and we sell stuff. Amazon's becoming Amazon and we ship stuff. Right. So now like product companies can put their products in Amazon warehouses, mm-hmm. and then they ship out quickly. Which right. is why Prime's two days is now more like five, six. Exactly. And that's true mm-hmm. because they're backing up on it. But I'm sure they'll work it out because that's the whole thing. But So the contest is ends October 31st, so you don't have much time. Mm-hmm. But you have to write a beauty script. Um, go on locksofbeauty.com and you can figure out all the information. But you have to leave a product review, refer other stylists, and create a how-to video. 15 to 60 second how-to tutorial video for looks created with products sold on locksofbeauty.com. First off, just give us $100,000 and we'll make the videos for you. I was going to say, you yeah. can yeah. like have a $60,000 budget for making these videos yeah. and, and we'll then you still get a $40,000 profit. Every week. Um, so that's the thing. So uh, Lox is having that contest. I love Lox for hundred grand. Let's go. <laughs> wow. For sale. There's Brian's price tag right there. Um, All this for sale. All right, and the last thing is the Joyco <laughs> color eraser. Um, it came up. Brian posted this on the feed. What is yeah. the what's the deal? Uh, it's just one. I've, I'm seeing more and more people doing using the Joyco color intensity like that we have. Yeah. And I just saw somebody had posted in one of the forums on Facebook. Uh, she's actually a, a an educator for them, and she apparently there were some people that were having a rough time with the color, the intensity eraser. So this is, she just gave a step-by-step on how you're actually supposed to use it. And then it's not a bleach. Don't get confused because it does have some similar ingredients that some bleaches have. But it, it honestly, as I was reading through, it sounds like a few of the other ones that I've used okay. where if you use it with developer, you could get a little bit of bump from the natural, like my that picture on orange the side. mid shafts. Um, yeah, it looks like all the other ones. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. When you, whenever you pick up, I I made a mental note because I just wanted to say, what no matter whose company you pick up, read the 